0: Hi everyone, it's Nellie here. How are you doing? Today we have a very, very special episode. It is our first return co-host. We're back for sloppy seconds with the one and only Scott Brennan. Now Scotty Brennan joined us on the 23rd of February and he talked us through his journey of recovering from being cheated on by a long-term partner and then rising like a phoenix from the ashes to being the gorgeous happy, healthy and engaged lady, he is today at 50 something. Now don't get me wrong, he spiraled, boy did he spiral, but he clawed his way back to love and life and we've had so much positive feedback about that episode. Now because we've already covered that story in his first episode, today I give Scotty the chance to turn the tables and ask me some questions. He chose to ask me about my online dating journey, keep in mind that I came out of a 21 year relationship a couple of years ago, so I hadn't dated since the late 90s. He asks me about the apps and also my very first date. Was I terrified? Yes, I was. Did I have a ball? Yes, I did. Did it work out? No, it didn't. In fact, I got dumped and we talk about that. We take some awesome listener calls on what to do if you've had the best sex of your life and you think you'll never find it again. We have another caller who talks about buying a house with her ex And a beautiful call from a woman who made the brave decision to end her marriage and is now grappling with the disappointment and even shame of living a more frugal, share house kind of life. Spoiler alert, we both reckon she's doing great. And look, lastly, we took a listener letter on feeling guilt when you break up with someone. Oof, that one's a doozy. As always, Scott is thoughtful, he's kind, he's funny, and he's more than a little bit filthy. There's a reason I asked him back. Now, as you know by now, this podcast was recorded in producer Sammy's studio in the council area known as Maribyrnong in Melbourne. I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land, the Wurundjeri Woiwurrung and Bunurong peoples of the Kulin Nation and pay my respects to their elders past, present and emerging. And while we're here, a reminder that we're doing another live show. So exciting. It's on May 20th. As part of Ida Hobbit Day, which is the International Day Against Homophobia, Biphobia and Transphobia. And our special guest is world-renowned comedy, cabaret, camp superstar, Reuben Kay. It's a live show at Comedy Republic in Melbourne, but we're also going to live stream it for overseas, interstate and listeners with disabilities. See the show notes for information or go to my website at nellythomas.com for details. Last but not least, this is a sex, dating and relationships podcast for adults. If you don't like swearing, it's really going to give you the shit. So off
1: your buck. Dear Nelly, I could use some advice, dear Nelly, yes, yeah, some help would be nice, dear Nelly, I'm eager to hear your point of view, dear Nelly, there's a lot to explore, dear Nelly, when you're 40 or more, dear Nelly, so I'm hoping we can talk.
0: To dear Nellie, sex relationships and dating from the other side of 40. 40. Oh, this is a special episode.
4: Oh, it is. Well, it's special for me.
0: Well, it's always special when you're here, Scott oh, Brennan. you. But this is the first sloppy seconds. <laughs>
4: <Right>? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. You're and back, you know, baby. I'm happy with that.
0: I am I happy. Don't, Take I don't it mind as a, a compliment.
4: Exactly. Yep. Yep. I don't mind a bit of sloppy seconds, particularly because it's my own sloppy seconds (laughs) as well.
0: (laughs) I'm very happy with your sloppy seconds. Yep. There's a reason you've been asked back. (laughs) (laughs) All right. There is a big reason, and that is because people love you. Oh. And I love you. For those who have come into, because sometimes I forget not everyone listens to every episode. Weird. Uh,
4: Monsters. Right. But just
0: in case you have come in Mm. at this episode, (laughs) Scott already did an episode.
4: Already done an episode. He's already
0: done it. It's episode six. Oh, yep. If you yep. want to hear Scott's backstory, because we normally start the podcast. My villain backstory. With your, <laughs> with your villainous, infamous backstory. Yep. Um, we're not going to go over old ground. No. All right. So, but can you introduce yourself and your relationship history in a couple of lines?
4: Hello there. Hello uh, there. My name is Scott Brennan and I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> um, <laughs> actor. Uh, uh, actor, comedian, writer, composer, director. Producer, um,
0: all the things, uh,
4: Wunderkind, um, and uh, big gabo <laughs> big, big notorious homosexual,
0: gayer than Christmas. Oh,
4: you can see it from space, honestly. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> you actually can't. No, but anyway. But as
4: my mum would say, you know, as, as campers are of pink chiffon tents. Yeah, well, she would often say, "Is that a bit of pink chiffon over there, Scott?" Yes, see, that's, mum. Yeah. That's
0: interesting because. I don't think of you as that camp.
4: No, no, but put a cock in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on it like a...
0: <laughs> like a fly on shit. Like a fly on
4: shit.
0: <laughs> oh, we've so, started well. I know, yeah. We've started so as I'm, we need to continue. I'm gay
4: where it counts. <laughs> you're gay where um, it counts. You're outrageous. Uh, outrageous. So I'm um, going to do yes. your backstory. Okay, yeah, I think it's probably... sidetracked. Uh, it's probably for
0: the best. So I reckon you got to correct me if I'm wrong, but basically little Scott didn't really have much idea of what was going on. He was a late bloomer. Mm -hmm. You dated a couple of girls. Yep. You're a little bit guilt-ridden about that, but we've we've gone through our therapy session in the last episode.
4: That's right. You
0: didn't know, right, and you were a kid. Yep. Then you have a series of little things. You end up in a long-term relationship for 14 years. This is the notorious part. You were cheated on. By your long-term partner with your best friend. Yep. You spiralled. Totally. Because you lost not just him but, you whole know, a Frenchie whole bunch group. of friends. Yep. You hit rock bottom. You had to rebuild. We flash forward now. You're 50. You just got engaged for the first time. Yeah. Yeah hey. That was good. See
4: this is why you're in charge of this podcast. Because I'll just go off a-
0: Well, so this is the vulnerable part. What I've decided with mm-hmm. return guests mm-hmm. because we don't have to spend that time going back over your um relationship history. As I said, mm-hmm. go back to episode six. It was a cracker. Like go back cracker. and listen to Absolute Scott's cracker. episode. <laughs> I'm gonna do spin the wheel Ooh. and give you the opportunity to ask me a question. Ooh. So I've put this out to our podcast listeners, and mm-hmm. these are some of the things they're interested in. You mm-hmm. can choose one of these, yep. or you can ask me something else. Mm. So I will be in the vulnerable position. Eh, well,
4: how vulnerable.
0: That's oh. how much I trust you. <gasps>
4: Wonderful. This is all right. Okay. okay. Yep. So I'll catch
0: you if you fall. <sighs> I feel held. There is uh, little Nellie's backstory because mm-hmm. we usually start with the co-host, you know, what were you like when you were a kid, yeah, when you yeah. start dating, yep. um, what it was like to break up from mm. a long-term, in my case, what, 21-year relationship,
1: mm.
0: starting a new relationship, what that's like at my age, so mm-hmm. well, I'm 48, you know, how's that different to starting in your younger years, um, online dating, my <sighs> online dating period oh. and what that was like. Yeah. And the last one was, um, what was my first date like after having, because I hadn't dated since 1999. Oh, yeah. And then I went on my first date in what, 2021? Yep. Something like that. Yep. 22. I can't remember. Recently.
4: Yep. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so, well, no. Okay. Can or we can, something else. Can we, I want to combine two.
0: Oh, greedy. Yeah. Okay.
4: Because I want to know, because just just because I think a lot of your listeners, yeah. particularly if they are kind of you know newly single in you know, yeah, either of our kind of situations, yes, online dating I think is,
0: yes, I knew that. you were going to yeah,
4: because I think that's really <laughs> fruitful, but also I think that's it's a bit terrifying as yes. well, yes, um, and also you know, and and I think you, that will naturally bleed into what it was like going on your first on date, my first date, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I loved online dating, which may actually surprise because I know a lot of listeners um, either hate it, like Mm. it's very polarizing, or they love it for a while and then hate it, or they have a love-hate relationship with it. So I think there's a lot of people yearning for the days where you'd like go to a pub and pick up as we would have done. Yep. Like in the 80s or 90s. I think that does still happen. Yeah, but I think it yeah. happens less because yeah. there's this option of online dating.
4: Oh, like you know, I think there's a lot of kind of you know young people at pubs on the apps trying to hook up, whatever, 100%. like you know, just doing it online yeah.
0: while
3: they're out. So while well, you're
0: at the end of the bar. Yep. Um, the reason I like, I mean, I liked it for a few reasons, but one of them was I'm really time poor. You mm. know, at the point that I started dating, I only was kid free one night a week, so I had Friday nights. So quite frankly, I didn't want to risk going to a pub and then oh, nothing happening.
4: Yeah, <laughs> I mean? fair enough. If
0: I want to date, I want to date. Yep. You know, so um, in that sense, you can do a lot of the legwork at home on your phone. Work from home. You can work from home. Yeah. And yep. you can kind of vet people as much as you can. Um, and how did you find the the sorts of
4: um, profiles that you were – You were looking at what's the range of kind of profiles and and, and, and how did you sort through all of those?
0: Yeah, well, that's interesting, I reckon. You start off very fussy Mm -hmm. and after a while... (laughs) Just like life, really. It's just... A metaphor. You about like you start yep. off going, it has to be Sandra Bernhardt. She has to have a oh, Ph.D. Look, I, I would date Sandra Bernhardt. Oh mate. I would date Sandra. That's my Bernhard. whole past. Like yep. I'm obsessed with Sandra Bernhardt. Yep. Like you start with very strict criteria, mm-hmm. I think. And then you know, <laughs> as the Friday nights roll on, that yeah. becomes less and less. Um so my experience, long story short, was that I decided I was home alone on a Friday night. It was I think it was a lockdown. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't be out, even if I wanted to, because I'm quite capable of entertaining myself. But I mm-hmm. had to be at home. I was without the kids. Had a couple of gins. Got a little group chat with some friends. I'm like, I think I should do online dating. I think I'm ready. And, of course, <laughs> they're all in relationships, so they're thrilled.
4: Oh, totally, because you're already in. Oh, my god, to that world. It's like, if we can so live notoriously through you. Yes. They haven't
0: been on a date since the late 80s. Yep. They're like, tell me, go into the wild, <laughs> Nellie. Go into the wild. <laughs> so I put my profile up. And then I thought nothing of it. Went to sleep, and I woke up, and I was inundated, oh, fresh meat, with messages. Exactly, fresh meat, yes, fresh meat. Yeah. <clears throat> so at first I was very flattered, mm-hmm. and then I was completely overwhelmed, and I deleted the app, and I didn't go back on for months. Right, right. It was too. It was actually it was too much. Too much. I think the idea of dating was a lot more attractive than the reality of it. Well, it, it's almost
4: like sorting through resumes. Oh. It's kind of like
0: the Mm -hmm. abundance, and then knowing – I knew that I was naive to it. You know, Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to discern – I mean, I didn't even know the terminology, but I also didn't really know what to look for, you know, or red flags or anything like that. Yep. And I needed to – I mean, as as this sounds, it's true. I needed to do some more healing.
4: Hey, yep.
0: Yeah? Like, I really recommend having a good break. Yes. If you've come out of a long relationship. If you start dating, especially online – out of loneliness, you're really vulnerable. Yep. Try to date from a position of power.
4: Yes. Yeah, that's very good advice. Yeah. And also I think, you know, like uh, I could imagine that, um, you know, getting online and just kind of going, oh, oh, God, what am I doing here? What am I like? You, totally. You, you, you just got your gut nose. Yes. Instinctively.
3: Yeah,
0: and that's when I knew I wasn't when I had offers for dates and I didn't want to go, Yep. that's when I knew I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. I went, okay, call your jets, wait until you're ready. Um, and, but I will say on the upside, and I think people think it's sort of taboo to say this, but I really enjoyed the flattery. Yeah. Right. You know, like it's nice that people find you attractive. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not, I would have once apologized for that. (laughs) Whereas now I'm like, you know what? That's. It was affirming. Yeah.
4: It's not even kind of, you know, anything narcissistic, like you're kind of, you're portraying. It's just like people are there's people out there who's going to find you attractive who That's are going right. to find you attractive and you just you know you're giving them a a way to kind of
0: express that what's the narrative like particularly for someone in my position who's in their 40s they're a single mum they've been in a relationship for 20 years that the narrative is you're washed up yes the narrative yes. is you're not attractive anymore those days are gone the good old days, all that shit. Mm-hmm. My experience was the complete opposite. Mm. I've never felt more attractive. I feel more um, confident in myself. I know more about what I want. So it was really affirming. And once we started, I started having chats. Then that flirtation was lovely.
1: Mm.
0: You know, it doesn't have to be um, a bad. Like my long term relationship was not a bad relationship, and I don't consider it a failure.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but there's certain elements of it that had gone, and that was one of them. You know, so being having people kind of flirt with you, it's fun. Yeah, it was so fun. I yeah. loved it.
4: And that's like – it's like riding a bike, flirting. Yes. It's like you never forget. You ne- oh, no. It's, no. Not, it's not like a muscle that needs to, you know, a great deal of
0: Absolutely. It not in my case. No, <laughs> no. I felt like a part of me had been given permission to come back, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of go, no, I'm actually – I can be a flirty bitch. I like a bit of banter. I like – I, in fact, like that process more. That's the best part of a date for me.
4: Totally. Is that that's the seduction. That's part that's of the that. seduction. That's, yeah.
0: That's the game. And not yes. a game in a game playing I don't know. Do your head incense, but in that kind of oh, hello. Hello. You know, hello. Where are we gonna go with this? Yeah, hmm. what's happening? Yeah. Where's the like is there any frisson here? Mm-hmm. I made all the mistakes that people make in online dating. Like I
4: sending cock shots, that's cock shots. that was your first mistake. Uh,
0: yeah, well I didn't know. No, fair enough. <laughs> <much. Fair. laughs> Oh women. They're so uptight. Am uh, I right? Uh, <laughs>
1: so,
0: <laughs> um, I found the thing that, and I wonder I think this is exacerbated because I was on mainly um women's sites. Mm-hmm. So they're not necessarily lesbian sites, but they're like queer sites. Yep. They might have non binary people as well. They might you know, yep. there's a range of people, but they're queer sites. And I think There is a bit of a danger, particularly with two women, that you can talk it to death. Yeah, right. Like you can Mm -hmm. over-message. Yep. And I definitely did that. And you can build a narrative in your mind about who someone is (laughs) and you've never met them.
4: Yeah, right.
0: And then you meet up and you go, oh, shit. You're different. I've actually written a thesis. Yep. And you're Mm. a person.
4: Yeah, right. So one
0: of the other tips that I would give is, which I'm stealing from Dr. Steve Allen, Mm-hmm. Um, He's like roughly six to 10 messages and meet up.
4: Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Okay, like, that's give good. Give or advice. take. Yeah,
0: give or take. And it depends on your circumstances. Like you might be messaging longer if you've got health issues or you live a long way away. Like there's mm-hmm. other, but I'm, as yep. a general thing, I did find a couple of times I talked it to death.
4: Yeah, right. Okay. Like
0: meet up and see. Yeah. You don't know until you're together.
4: Yes. If there's chemistry. Yeah,
0: totally. Yeah. Totally. Um, the other thing I noticed, I think the thing I probably found hardest about it is that I reckon, and I'm no exception to this, we all think at, by our age that we've got a lot of insight. Mm -hmm. So when we say, this is what I want, we believe ourselves. And I certainly found in some situations where what they said they wanted wasn't anywhere near what they wanted. Right. Right. So if, for example, you're saying I'm looking for, uh, friends with benefits, Mm Mm-hmm let's say I'm not looking for a relationship they're like yeah 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 no worries yep and then two weeks later why aren't we in a relationship yeah right, right there's okay. a lot of that mm-hmm. stuff and i don't think it's necessarily malicious you know or it's, intended
4: mm, yeah
0: but you don't you can't always predict you don't always know yourself so that bit was fraught but other mm. than that i loved it
4: right loved and how did you separate the wheat from the chaff yeah <laughs> <laughs> then how did you...
0: Do you mean in the swiping or in the dating?
4: Uh, both. Like what was it that first attracted you and then yeah. what was it that made you pursue um, meeting? And well,
0: like I'll or? be... So my most... This is my at my most superficial mm-hmm. and I feel very vulnerable saying this. But I had a real thing where if I saw a woman with like multicoloured hair, I was out. <laughs> What (laughs) What is it about
4: multicoloured hair? Drama. Really? I'm like, she's going to be a handful. I am telling Cal Wilson. (laughs) I know. I'm telling Cal Wilson. I
0: know. And see, that would be my superficiality. (sighs) Yep. Would have meant I missed out on Cal Wilson. Yep. I totally agree. But But you know that kind of, there's a particular kind of middle-aged woman, bless, I love you. But who's like, oh, I don't like attention and everything about them screaming attention. Yes, they yes. fucking leopard print. <laughs> They've got like seven different colours of their Plunging hair. Plunging just- <laughs>
4: hair, neckline. Just, just yeah.
0: You don't know yourself. No. Um, for me it was really – I don't have a type. Like I know people say that, but I really don't. Like I think mm-hmm. I'm sapiosexual. So it's got to be a mental connection. Yes. Um, so physically – like if I looked at all the different types of people I've dated over my life, there is there is not a trend. Um, I mean, I love a hot butch. I will all say right. that yep. I do love a hot okay. butch. Yep. Yep. Um, but there is sadly a dwindling amount of them in the world at the moment. I don't know what's going on it's there. It's
4: just woke culture gone mad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can't say anything anymore.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but I really chose based on the profile. Yeah. So if someone, like for example, if someone had no words at all on their profile, no. I'm like, oh, I'm yep. out. Yeah. you can't even be bothered. Totally. Telling me something about yourself. Yeah. Then I'm not interested. Obviously, if they had a funny profile, I was interested. Mm-hmm. Um. If they only had one photo, I did make an exception to this one. But if they only had one photo, I usually wouldn't mm-hmm. swipe right because I'm like, you, you kind of it feels like it's hiding.
4: Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, like I want someone who's confident in themselves. One
4: photo is never enough.
0: It's not. Yep. You can. No one looks the same in a photo as they do in life. So yeah, you know, multiple photos. And yeah, if it made me laugh, mm-hmm. and we were within the age range and whatever, I
4: and not nine hundred kilometers away.
0: Yeah. And start a chat, and then see how the chat goes. Mm-hmm. The other thing, and people listening will relate to this if they're on the apps. So infuriating. So let's say you and I match. Mm-hmm. We have a couple of messages, and then it takes you three days to get back to me. Ah, yeah, yeah. Like it doesn't or, have to be three minutes, but days. But
4: or like just one word answers.
0: Oh my god.
4: What would what's your opening gambit? Then in the in conversation in in messaging.
0: Um, probably I would try and pick something out of their profile Mm -hmm. because I would want to show that I had read it, you know, that I wasn't just swipe, 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 swiping Mm -hmm. and just based on the photo. Like, so if, if they'd said, um, you know, I really am into crime thrillers or whatever, my opening question would probably be like, what's your favorite crime thriller or I love this one. Mm-hmm. I saw you like crime thrillers. I do too. Yep. Like to try and find a point of connection. And again, I would give that advice if you're online dating, like yep. let it's pe- so you're letting people know that you're actually invested. That so you not separate just the wheat from yeah, the chaff. You're not just flicking through. And mm-hmm. again, you haven't just gone on the photo. You've actually gone. On, I think we have a point of compatibility, mm-hmm. particularly mm-hmm. if they'd made a joke, then I would always yep. like reference that joke. I wouldn't say I'm a comedian, but I'd reference the joke. Yeah and say that I liked that. Yep. Be positive.
4: So you wouldn't give them, like, notes on no,
0: I No, a couple of times, mate. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of times. And one, I tell you what, weep from the chaff. If anyone had anything like, no drama, I'm like, okay, you're going to be drama. Yeah. If they say anything about their exes, mm. if they go, oh, you know, I don't want anyone on... Un- un- not untrustworthy, maybe I would have accepted, but negativity, mm-hmm. if you to me that signals you're not healed yet from whatever it is that happened to uh, you. Ah
4: yeah, that's a good point. That's
0: you know, like point. why would you yeah. lead with that? Mm. Instead reframe that and go, I'm looking for monogamy. Yep. I'm looking for a trustworthy person. What whatever put I'm it a, in the I'm a naturally positive person looking for yes. someone to join me in that. Whereas if they're going, this is all the things that I don't want, mm-hmm. um, I, would, I was out.
4: Yeah, that's really good advice.
0: I want to be around positive people, you know, in general, mm-hmm. and certainly on a date, and certainly when I only had one night a week, certainly when I was racking up two or three dates in a night. Oh, what? Really? <laughs> a couple of times. <gasps> it's a volume game. Uh, yeah,
4: it is. It's a volume it's, game. Yeah, it's totally, yeah.
0: This is the other thing for people who are coming into it at our age. I reckon lots of people think, you're gonna start chatting to someone. You'll go on a date with that person. You'll start dating. I learned very quickly. No, it's no, a numbers game. No, totally. Yes. You know, you're probably gonna connect with one out of thirty. So you know, going on if you can. And I, like I said, I had one night a week. Mm-hmm. I didn't do it very often, but there were a couple of times I went. All right, I'll have a couple of dates in the same night. Yep. Just short dates. How did you? Yeah. How did you? Coordinate that. <laughs> oh, I've he got to go. It oh What is that, Grandma? You're ill. I've got to go. Bye. <laughs> I um. reckon <clears> always, <throat> always start with a quick date anyway. Yep. Right. So I remember Coffee. I went on a date with this lovely woman and she said, I am coming from work. I can meet you for a drink for 15 minutes. Great. And I thought, okay, she's been dating for a while. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, yep. she like, we ended up saying, Or three hours. Oh, wow. And we had a couple of dates after that. It didn't go anywhere, but we had a really nice time. But she was really clever, and that taught me to do that. Ah, Where she went, because if you arrive in 15 minutes and you go, actually, there's nothing here, or I don't like you, you've got an out. You've got an out, yep. So you set the expectation at the start. And if it's a great date, I'll see you next week.
4: I feel like you'd just run a class on...
0: Oh, should I do a class? You
4: should do a class on <laughs> online dating for over, <laughs> up, over 40s. Just.
0: I tell you what, though, there's people listening, and I know there'll be some women listening to go, you tried dating men, it's a different story. Oh,
4: yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, I mean, I have dated men. <clears throat> I haven't dated men online, and I reckon it would be quite different mm-hmm. in the online dating sphere, but I can't really speak to that. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, five stars from me. Enjoyed. <gasps>
4: Amazing. And yep. tell me well, what was that first date like then that first time you oh met someone? My
0: God.
4: Were you a mess? Were you just
0: I can't tell you how much of a mess I was. Mm-hmm. Like again, I think most people would describe me as quite alpha and quite confident and I can talk to anyone I'm like you, I'll talk to the guy at the bus stop, I'll talk, yep. you know. I was petrified.
4: Did you have a little conversation topic list or something on standby?
0: No, no. How so,
4: nice is the weather today?
1: <laughs> I wasn't
0: worried about that bit. I was yeah. worried. Well, so the backstory is, without giving too much identifying information, this is actually a woman I'd known for a long time. Mm-hmm. So this was not an online dating right. scenario. Yep. So we were peripherally friends. Mm-hmm. All right. Sort of moved. We had friends in common. Yep. Enough that we would kind of... Chatting on Facebook or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And there was one point, it was during the Melbourne lockdowns, which went for 785 years. Mm -hmm. And exactly, her and I were messaging. And at one point I just struck up the courage to go, I said, are we flirting? (laughs) (laughs) She goes, I think we are. (laughs) (laughs) And I like shat myself. (laughs) So anyway, we had a little (laughs) bit of online whatever, but there were lots of rules in place then. So, in order for us to see each other, how is this for a first date? You day? had to
4: dress in a bubble. So I had to dress like, in a bubble yeah, and kiss yeah. from
0: seventy-five meters. Yep. So we had there was a nine PM curfew, mm-hmm. and we had to form a singles bubble so that her and I became singles buddies. Remember when you could do <sighs> yes, that? Yeah. So we could only see each other. Yep. What well, the pressure? I We've know. Never been on a date.
4: God, you really threw yourself in. Like- so
0: our first, I mean I'd met her before, so I knew she was a safe person and all that kind of stuff. Well, I knew we had lots of friends in common, I knew she was attractive, etc. Um but our first date was at my house. Oh, wow. In lockdown. No pressure at all. Was going, you have to leave by 9.
4: And you're the only other you're the only person who can be here ever.
0: Ever. So it was full and she hadn't dated for a long time either. So both of us, it was just... It just would have been the most awkward. Oh, mate. <laughs> I ca- Nervous. I cannot tell you. <clears throat> like, this is really hot. I had diar- diarrhoea for days. <laughs> you know, what yep. I mean, like days before. It was like when you're doing a big gig. Yeah. And you, ca- I couldn't focus. Oh. I couldn't think. The last date I'd had was 21 years ago. Shit. And so what what did you have
4: planned? Like, what was... what Had did a cheese board. Into? Oh, how nice. Had yeah. some
0: shishudrao. Mm -hmm. I thought neither of us is going to eat dinner if she's in any state like I am. Right, Um, and and she was. Oh, she she was really nervous too, Mm -hmm. and I could tell that as soon as she arrived. Yep. Um, And we had, I think, a cocktail, but again, I was conscious she'd have to drive home at nine o'clock, so it's like we couldn't even get peace to deal with the nerves. Um, So we hung out for a while and we did that nervous talking for a couple of hours, and then I thought, it's nearly nine, you know what I mean? Like one of us has to make a move. Better
4: get the passion.
0: One of us has gotta do this or we've gotta call it. Yep. And I had the very strong feeling that it was gonna to have to be me. <laughs> so okay. I think I did something I think that's always a good assumption. Oh, Jesus. What did you do? Oh, this is so embarrassing. Oh did you put
4: on um What's New Pussycat?
0: <laughs> by Tom whoa, Jones. Whoa, 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 and then, just... then I came out in some lingerie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I actually said, I th- you know, look, I'm, I asked my guests to be vulnerable. I'll do the same thing, but I'm going to blush. I just said, do you reckon we should make out?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and she went, yep. yep. I went, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got to tell you, and this is the thing that people don't talk about, about, you know, you tell someone you divorce and people go, oh, you're all right. What they don't say is, oh, that first date is going to blow your fucking hair back. Yeah. Like, it was so great. Oh, wow. Like, just have a patch. That's all that happened. Yeah. And also, like, all
4: the just new feelings that you hadn't experienced oh. in a long time. Oh,
0: my God. It was like just a new person being desired by a new person, not knowing what had happened. You know, mm-hmm. will it go any further? Will I see you again? Will you stay over? Do I want you to stay over? Like, that is why I had diarrhea for days. But it's also like the excitement of it. Yeah. You know, and why don't we tell that part of the divorce story? Yes. Yeah. You know, because it's actually a really
4: big positive. Feel passion, that that passion again, and just to feel.
0: She's roughly the same age as me. We were like two 15 year olds. You know what I mean? Like, we'd like, (laughs) (laughs) oh, it was so cute. Um, And then we had a couple more dates. And Scott, this is going to surprise you. Are you ready? Mm. I wasn't for her. was my first rejection.
4: How had you cope with that?
0: Do you know what? I was all right. Yep. And I actually think we need to talk about that too. Yeah. Well, I think you need yeah. to kind of,
4: you know, practice run in a way. Correct. You, you are just, going yeah. to
0: get rejected yep. when you're dating. Yep. I'm not saying that I wasn't, like, my ego wasn't hurt. I, it was. Mm-hmm. And I was a bit like, why? And, you know, searching for – not that I asked her that because no. I, you know, mm-hmm. but in my own mind – um, but I was all right. Mm-hmm. Like I bounced back and I think that's also when you know you're ready for dating.
4: Absolutely. And I think also the fact that you'd had that experience when you weren't ready of getting all of those offers and all of yes. those, you know, like, yes. it's like, it's not, it's not so much a kind of slam door in the face. Yes. You know, no,
0: when you, no. When
4: you do get that first rejection.
0: And I also knew from that experience that there would have been plenty of people that I would have rejected who are amazing. Do you know what I mean? Like, it could be, I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. You're not in the, I'm not in the right space. I'm not, it might be nothing to do with you. Yep. So I, I was actually, as I said, that to me, if you're dating and you get rejected and you're devastated and you're crushed, as opposed to a bit like, mm, you're not ready. Yeah. No, you got to be in the headspace to go and take the knocks.
4: Because that's all dating is. It's trying people on for size. Correct. And sometimes people don't fit. Yeah. Yeah, and that doesn't mean that they're a bad person or you're a bad person.
0: No, no, it doesn't. And I actually didn't feel, um, I didn't feel like it was all over. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? I didn't feel like oh, no one's going to want to date me. I just sort of thought, oh, it's a real shame. Yeah, you know, it's a real shame. And like I said, my ego's a bit bruised. Um, but all right, okay, fair enough. No means no. Yep. You know, leave her alone. Yep. Don't go back. Don't why?
4: Why?
0: And maybe you get one why. Like was there something? But oh, then yeah. after that you fucking let it go.
4: But if someone says look, I just don't think we're a good match, then just Yeah, take or I'm that, not
0: in the right headspace. Yeah,
4: take that as Yeah. as as the truth. Yeah, and off back
0: off. Yep. Yeah. 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 But it was fabulous. We had a great time and she's adorable.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that first pash. Oh, it's the best. <clears throat> and just to be so direct as well. Yeah. Like, <laughs>
0: Look, I don't think I would have been quite so bold under other circumstances. Maybe I would have. I don't know. With a couple of uh, cocktails under my belt. Yep. But um, we had so little contact at that time with anyone. Oh, totally. You know, I couldn't waste the time. No, like, no, exactly. If we were going to have the a clock pash, was ticking. I don't want it to be a two-minute pash. <laughs> I want the half an hour min. You, p- <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
4: Half an hour min. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So that's that.
4: Oh, wow.
1: Mm.
0: All right, we're going to draw a line under that. I'm going to ask you, because I feel too up myself doing it. Can you read? We've got some (laughs) listener reviews. Will you read them for me? Oh, yes. Oh, I love our uh... little listener feedback. So just so, for the people who are new to the um, podcast, one of the best ways to build the podcast and for other people to find it is when you do a review. So if you review it in the app that you're listening to now, particularly if you give it five stars, Mm -hmm. um, something happens with the algorithm and then more people see it in their podcast feed. So I appreciate our reviews. Oh, they're wonderful. Scotty B. Uh,
4: BMCG 2003 has Mm -hmm. written, Nellie and her co-hosts go places many others won't, which is not only refreshingly honest but super helpful too. Laugh out loud funny and great insight. I can't wait for the pod to drop each week.
0: Oh, thank you, Bad BNCG. Oh, that's
4: lovely. Can we try and go to all places. Yeah, some of them we probably don't need to. <laughs>
0: <so>. <laughs> but all questions are welcome.
4: All questions are welcome. Yes, there are no stupid questions. This one's from Sunshine in, Raza. in Reza. Yeah. Sunshine in Reza, Oh, which I love. That's my part of town. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I love getting up on a Thursday morning and knowing that a new Dear Nelly app will be waiting for me. Loving all the different stories and histories these various guests bring, and how Nally uses her superpowers Ooh. to make her guests feel comfortable to be vulnerable and bring out the best stories, all capital letters best. Aww. Putting in a request for some non celeb guests too, please. Oh,
0: sweet. <coughs> well, that's a good idea. Your, um, your wishes, I was going to say prayers, and that felt weird. Yeah. Your wish will be granted. So, coming up is Kath Davis. Who actually? This episode will be out after that. But look, put it this way: that is absolutely on the yep. agenda. Yes, yep. some civilians,
4: civilians with interesting stories to Do tell. Do you know? Well, Everyone got an interesting story.
0: No, that's we lie about that, don't we? Mm-hmm. The more difficult thing is, I actually a lot of my friends don't work in entertainment. But a lot of them have jobs where they wouldn't be able to tell these stories.
4: That's true. Yep.
0: Right. So they can't get yes. on and say, I was on this dating app yep. or I did this or yeah, I yep. did that. Because it would compromise their job. Yep. So that's the difficulty. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Whereas the rest of us we're all just open books. Yeah, whatever. So, like, we'll just <laughs> we'll just talk about anything, really.
0: <laughs> Give me a show, the comedy festival I'll talk about it.
4: Hallelujah. Yeah. yeah. Well, did I not just say put a cock in front of me? Yeah. Like just honestly. <laughs>
0: So if you were head of HR at, you know, something, something, yep. you probably couldn't say that.
4: I probably couldn't say <laughs> that. No. So, yeah. No. I'd be getting a you know an email from the general. Yes, you HR. would. Uh, this one's from Gorrow. Uh Nally's honest, challenging, enlightened, kind and nurturing.
0: Aww. Oh.
4: As are her guests. Yes. Oh.
0: True. True, this, true fact.
4: <laughs> this pod, pod, podcast is pigapant hilarious and has helped me leave many a pity party when it seemed all too hard. Thanks, oh. Nellie and friends. That's nice that, That's that you know they've nice. actually found it helpful to just, you know, get themselves out of a bit of a dark place.
0: I think pity parties are good, is a, is a good thing to remind yourself of because we all, you cannot yes. get divorced easily. No. I don't care how amicable it is, you're going to sit in some serious shit. Yes. And you can kind of and follow that down a pity party path. Totally. And sometimes you actually need to give yourself so I was some gonna, time. I was just
4: going to say sometimes, you know, yeah. it's okay to sit in a pity of course party. it is. But you also, I think you can kind of tell when it's time.
0: There's a point at which you're harming yourself with yes, that, exactly. I think. Yes, yeah.
4: exactly. Yeah, totally.
0: So if I'm helping and you're helping and our podcast is helping get out of that, yeah, bravo.
4: That's a beautiful thing. Ah, oh, That's really good. Thanks, Garo. Uh, this one is from, well, one from Sally Ann H., Dear Nelly, is the perfect mix of wise, supportive advice and laugh out loud, snort hilarity Hey, for anyone 40-ish or not, single or thinking about getting that way, whether you're ready for dating or not.
0: Yes. Ah, that's great. Yeah, I would agree with that one. Well, what we're trying to do, I mean, in terms of the age stuff, I want all of my (laughs) co-hosts, we'll do some special episodes with younger people, but Mm -hmm. all of my co-hosts are over 40 because I'm trying to honour the wisdom of that. Yeah. But who, whatever age can listen.
4: Hell yeah. I yeah.
0: mean, without sounding too up my own ass, I wish I'd listened to something like this oh, at 30. Oh,
4: God, yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, or 18. Yeah. Or whatever. Like, yeah. you can learn a lot from the other side. Yeah. Of these experiences.
4: Absolutely.
0: So, thank you for your beautiful reviews. Keep yes. them coming. All oh, right. Yeah. You know what I've kept, armchair expert, as yeah. if I was going to drop that. Right. Here so, go. got a Here couple of memes go. for you. Um, yeah. This one is on Instagram. Certified lover girl at I am Sipho Kule. Okay, <laughs> okay. Anyway, so she says, "Would you date you and B at BGBX?" Replies, "I'd be outside my house with a boombox in the rain." <laughs> <laughs> yes,
4: love it, love that. So, how
0: does that one hit you?
4: Oh, I love that because I just immediately got an image of oh, who was it? What was the actor's name? Yeah, the, the movie. Boom. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, yes, I immediately got Lady an image. Lady
0: in red. Oh, no. Be something like that, no, probably. You know, um,
4: I can't remember. Oh God! Just look. listen to us. We have like. I
1: oh, like What is that? that
4: <laughs> <laughs> What's that? one? That was from a <laughs> film, wasn't it? Yes, that was in a film. Was it black
0: and
4: white? What? Yeah. So like, you're going to get all these kind of you're going to get lots of messages saying what yes, the film what was, who is. the actor was, Good. what the song was, and
0: I'll put it on um, socials. Yep, great. Right. Would but, you um, date you?
4: Um, hell yeah! I'd want to see what all the fuss is about.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know. Stop it. Right, that's your funny answer. Now okay. on
4: the truth. Um, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah.
0: What's the hesitation? No, I'm just trying to think, what's it like dating me?
4: What's it like dating me? No, I think, um, you know, I think I've, I've learnt a lot. And, like, I'm, I'm just sort of thinking about my relationship with Sujit, my feelings mm. say, um... And that uh, we're very similar in a lot of ways. We talk for hours, like mm. literally just we're like we're on the phone for literally three and a half hours mm-hmm. the other night, just drinking wine and just sort of chatting and chatting. And so I think
0: Oh, can I just um, say important part of your backstory if again if you've got new listeners, oh yes. you're in what's called a lat relationship, which mm-hmm. is living apart together. Switch lives in Sydney, in Sydney
4: and you live in Melbourne. Yes, and we're working on that. Yeah. But we do spend a lot of time. On, on the, the telephone, we, we message each other constantly. Yeah, and, and so, um, uh, like, we've worked out ways to get around that. Yeah, to some extent. Um, yeah, I think I, I would date me. I think I yeah. think I'm a fairly kind of attentive. Um, you know, I take I take his feelings into account a lot, and mm. you know, think about what he might want and needs and. Mm. I think, yeah, yeah. It's it, you never can tell hundred percent. You yes. know what it's like. You, kind of, we all have these narratives we tell about ourselves.
0: It sort um, of feels arrogant to say absolutely, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's I think yeah.
4: that's just because we're Australian, you know. I we, think that's uh, a big part of it. We just we not good. Well, at that
0: and we would be better weary. A
4: little bit, yeah. yeah. You know, but like, I think we're both. You know, we're old enough to kind of go. Oh, you know, I know that I've got these things that you know. Yeah. I do, you know
0: strengths and weaknesses. Yes, totally. So, um, I think it's actually a really good question to ask yourself if you're wondering whether you're ready for dating.
4: Mm. Because yes. if the
0: answer is absolutely not,
4: no, I'm a wreck. Yeah. You mm. know,
0: like if I list this 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 and this and I saw that on a profile, I would swipe left. Yeah. You're not ready. Yes. You have to do it's boring as fuck. Yeah. But you have to do the work on yourself before you are ready to receive love. To give love and to be healthy,
4: and also it's hard to know like what what is that work and how do I do that work on myself like that. Then if that's, you don't know that, you get a therapist. Yeah, that's the that's the tricky part. That's absolutely true. Yes, yeah. you get a therapist
0: to help. But you. I think if you ask that question mm. and you really instinctively, your gut will say, "Oh no, yeah." Then you really you're not ready. Yep. But if you go, "Yeah, I reckon, yeah, I reckon," like I've got this, this, and this that's even
4: you know problematic. Cons- but you know, it took me a second to kind of think about yeah. it, and, and I think it's a good thing to think about. Mm. whether you're in a relationship or not, like, you know, I it's g- just, agree. Yeah, I think it's a kind of, what would I date me? You know, what, what do I, what do I bring to the table? Mm. What do I, what do I offer? How, how do I support? And yes, you know, someone else, how can I do that?
0: So I think my gut response was to go, well, I'm not for everybody, mm. you know, but for the people that I'm for, I'm really for. Yes. Mother's day is around the corner. Yeah. You know? So yes, I would date me. Yep. You know, but that it won't be my circumstances, personality, whatever, everything that I, I come with, um, is not suitable for everyone, and that's mm. also part of dating. That's why you get rejected. That's why you yeah. reject. Yep. Because it just isn't going to work with most people.
4: Because sometimes it, you just don't fit.
0: You just don't fit. Mm. All right. This one is at Adam M Grant on Instagram. This is an interesting one. He mm. says, when someone offers feedback you don't like, the ideal response isn't to ignore it. It's to seek more perspectives. One person's reaction is an opinion. If multiple people make the same point, it's a pattern. The best way to grow is to find the recurring signal in the noise.
4: Ah, that's very wise. Yes.
0: I love this. Yes. yes. So yes. tell yes. me why yes. you think it's wise.
4: Um, because often we don't see those patterns. We mm. don't see, you know, we're in like, um, I just, I'm sorry how much I can say. Uh, just <laughs> going through something with a with a friend at the moment. Yeah, uh, and I won't be very specific, but um, he uh has kind of been couch surfing because he's been overseas and and that. But there's been a a, a he's been asked to leave or has left. Lots of places, yeah. one after the other. Yeah. Um, and he's not seeing that there is a pattern emerging. There's a
0: reason. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
4: and it's quite sort of... Yes. It's, it's becoming clearer and clearer. Yes. Uh, but he's kind of saying he's never to blame. Yes. Uh, and, oh. you know, I'm kind of at the point now, of, you know... As Nana always used to say, if everywhere you go smells like dog, sh- dog shit, check your shoes. Correct. Um. <clears throat> and
0: that is hard. That is hard, But yes. if you want to evolve, that's the work. Yes. You yes. know, and in the dating context, relationships are the same. If you're having the same relationship over and over, let's say, for example, and we all have a friend who will do this, you've got mm-hmm. your repeating codependency. Yes over and over and then wondering why it all goes to shit and you end up feeling claustrophobic and you're enmeshed and you da 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 and you' left devastated, and then you start again a month later and you do the same thing over and yep. over. Yep. That's a pattern mm. that you need to break.:
4: And it's also uh, isn't that a definition of insanity? to do yeah. the same thing over and over again and expect yeah. different results.:
0: All right, are you ready for some listener calls?
4: Oh, I'm always ready. You were ready. born ready. I
3: was born ready. Hey, lady. Catherine here. I do have a couple of comments about your magnificent podcast. Number one, hiring a sex worker. I have entertained that thought over the years as being a professional, they would be well-versed in how to give amazing pleasure. That could possibly lead to crushing disappointment in the future much like living in Paris in my early 20s and the French boyfriend I was with there left some later Australian boyfriends for dead. My expectations were obviously way too high sadly and I'm terrified of that happening again. Number two, the idea of a first date of running errands together rather than having coffee has me obsessed anyone can bang on about how wonderful they are, me included. So the rules would be two lots of errands, so both drive their date in their own car. Imagine learning right off the bat about any road rage tendencies, seeing if their car is an absolute tip, how they converse with shop staff and attitude to boring day-to-day stuff. The list goes on. Now, that is the telling info that I need. What a concept. Thank you so much for that. It is awesome.
0: All right. Obviously, that cut out at the end there. I'm going to start. So, just to give you background, when the wonderful Wes Snelling Mm -hmm. was on. um, He's wonderful. Oh, he's so beautiful. We decided that his ideal first date would be running errands together, sort of friends style. He's a genius. As in friends (coughs) TV show. Yep. And like you go and do your laundry or you go and go shopping together or whatever, Catherine's obviously picked up on that and gone.
4: And I think Catherine's hit the nail right on the head. There's a shortcut to finding out a lot of stuff about someone. A lot. Yep.
0: I wonder though, put it in practical terms, Mm. if you and I matched on an app and I said, yeah, I would like you to come to the laundromat. (laughs) 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 I'm not sure if I would find that fun enough. I don't know. I would kind of go, oh, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Actually, I've got to go do my laundry. Do you want to come out and I come and hang out while I do my laundry? Yeah. And we can go get a coffee or something and, you know, we can, and I, I've got to go to the post office. I'd be up for that, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon yeah. you would. Yeah.
0: I reckon I would. And I think that there's a lot of women listening, particularly if they've been in long term relationships, who go, I've been taken for granted before you yeah. not taking me on fucking chores. Oh, yeah, okay. No, fair enough. You know what I mean? Like I've
4: spent the last 30 years doing laundry. I want laundry. Some effort. But yeah, okay. You know?
0: <clears throat> like at the live show that we did mm-hmm. when we were talking about the ideal date and Cal Wilson said, as the married woman um, on the panel, she's like, anything I haven't planned.
4: Yep.
0: Right? So there's an element, I think, for a lot of women listening who'd be going, if if especially if they went on a date with a guy
4: yes. who went, yeah. oh, can
0: you come and do the laundry with me? He'd be like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you mental?
4: Yeah, that's, that's true. We're, I'm probably not looking at it from those kind of traditional no, gender yes. roles. but um, You're doing Gaby roles? I'm doing Gabey roles, yep.
0: And uh, I do think, actually, as the, enough. you know, queero in the room, I do think if a woman said to me, would you come to laundromat, I might think it was a bit more quirky. Yes. Maybe, I don't know. I'm still, I'm not really into it, but I can see how Wes would be into it. Yeah,
4: and I'd like, yeah, I think yeah. that's a cute... Idea, yeah, yeah,
0: and I can see the utility in what she's saying, and I, th- yeah,
4: I think Catherine's really, she's, she's onto something here. So like how
0: they treat people, how they handle yes. stress, how do they, yeah,
4: just doing mundane tasks, yeah. just, yes, absolutely, you they're find not all frocked
0: up and on their best behaviour. Totally, and, yeah. yeah, and going back to the first half, like, what do you think of the idea <laughs> for the reasons not to see a sex worker? They might be too good at it. Oh, Catherine, <laughs> you're just fucking. Like,
4: condemning yourself to a life of <laughs> mediocre sex. See a sex worker, and do it. Just fucking know. Oh. It's just like, oh, my God, do it. If you're interested, if you're intrigued, just just do it. You're right. They're professionals. They they will
0: give you the right of your fucking life, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, there must be some bad ones.
4: I'm sure there must be. But, you know, any, any sex worker worth their salt is going to know a trick or two. Yeah. Um, and there's there's no shame in seeing it. So they're professionals. They're there for a reason. Use them. You go to the dentist when you got a sore tooth, you go to sex work <laughs> when you need another whole field. Thank you. Thank you. Oh,
0: Jesus. What I find really <laughs> you, you've interesting. You've got Rodney Roode on the Rodney show, by Rood. the way. Rodney <laughs> And, again, if you're a new listener, go back, because we've done a couple of different episodes on sex work mm-hmm. and, um, you know, potential pitfalls, bonuses, mm. how to screen How to find the right, you know, how to do it ethically, all that kind of stuff. Um... But what I find interesting is that she's already in this position because she's had this yeah, hot she's French already, boyfriend. She's already been
4: spoiled. <laughs> and I know
0: what she's saying is he knew how to give good head. That's yep. what she's saying, right? Okay. Right, like that. We, I'm going to read between the lines okay. for everyone here. Which I'd what, be stunned. He was quite right. good at doing. Good yeah. at doing. <laughs> 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 I'd be stunned if that's not what she was talking about.
4: Yep. Okay.
0: Surely there's Australian men who can oh, do that. Come on. Yes. Surely.
4: Yep. And even if, you know, you are having sort of mediocre ones, treat yourself to a goodie. Yes. Treat yourself. <laughs> don't don't just condemn yourself to a life of mediocre sex because you think that's all you're gonna get.
0: You might be given the shit Easter eggs. Go buy yourself a lint. Yeah,
4: like the compound <laughs> chocolate. The yeah, that just go buy get yourself a lint.
0: It's not to say you won't eat the other ones.
4: No, you know, on a quite you know, on a rainy night, sure you're you gonna eat something out you're it. Gonna have the compound <laughs> chocolate, but You know, you can't just go, oh, it's just gruel from here on for me. It's just, yeah.
0: And I do think, I mean, the truth is we joke about it, but the truth is that sex across a lifetime with different people and or with the same person is going to vary in quality. Mm. That's the truth. And that doesn't even have to be that they're bad in bed or you're bad in bed. You might just not connect.
4: It's just compatibility and, yeah.
0: Yeah, or they might
4: be shit. Or you might might be shit.
0: Yeah, But, you know, there is mostly it's a misalignment. Yes. I would say. Yeah. And so I would say at any opportunity that you can get really great fulfilling sex, take it. Yes.
4: Yes. Take it. Hell yes.
0: And even if every sexual experience after fails to live up to it, you had it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Better to have come and lost than not come at all. <laughs> oh okay, my god, we're getting merch.
4: That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, there's your t shirt. There's your, or a tea towel.
0: A, a tea, tea towel. towel. <laughs> oh, my God. Write it down. Write it down. Sammy, write yep. it down.
5: Hey, Nellie. So, yeah, it's Susan here again, and I sent in a question, which I know you're going to um, answer in a couple of weeks, but I was listening to Wes's, um podcast this week when um, you read a – Letter of a lady that said she'd driven from the lawyer having finished the um, episode of her life of being married. And I was listening to that as I was driving from the lawyer having signed up to buy a house with my ex husband um, from whom I've been separated for 14 years. And we saw an opportunity to uh, do something together that would be good for both our kids. So I really just wanted to say, you know, sometimes things can go full circle and. there is light at the end of every tunnel, and in my case, it's been about finding someone that I did. there's no one I trusted more to invest with than my ex-husband, the person I raised my kids with. It wasn't always easy. We had our moments like everyone else did, but ultimately this has been a really nice kind of closing of the circle or opening of a new one. Hey, I love your work and look forward to the podcast from over here in New Zealand every week. Keep up the work.
4: Bye. Oh my God. I love I that.
5: am in love with this woman.
0: I love that so much. Right. Tell, <clears throat> go. You go first. Oh, it's just, it's
4: just, it's a, just a beautiful thing right. to have happened. It's, that's yep. lovely. And that's like, there you know, you, once you, even if you were married to someone and it all fell apart, mm. uh, once you find your folk, once you find mm. people that you trust and love, and you know, like that's you hang on to them for dear life. Mm. And there are a billion different sorts of relationships, and she's yep. discovered a really brilliant way to go about, yeah, having hers and being, you know, so, you know, supporting her children. Yep. And like there is, there is absolutely nothing bad about that message. I love it. Oh, I love it so much.
0: I. I love so many things about it. For a start, the image of her you know driving on the way, listening to Wes's episode, yes, which of course, I mean he's come up a couple of times in this. Mm. go back and listen to Wes Snelling's episode because it's beautiful and it's unexpected. He's long-term single. He's happy on his own. We don't tell that story enough. Yep. all the rest of it. And he
4: also is the best human.
0: It's he's just beautiful. Just, he's just beautiful the best man. Human. Um but the idea of her listening to our little podcast yeah. while she's going to do something so significant. But also the light at the end of the tunnel. She's oh, not being Pollyanna. No. And going, everything's fine. No. Everything's fine. She's going, I'm in a fucking tunnel. Yeah. Like, this is hard work. It is dark. It is cold. I feel claustrophobic. I've, You know, all the things. But I can see yep. there's a point at which I'll be in the sunshine.
4: Yeah. She's just, oh, she's doing everything right. It's wonderful. I love it. And I what do you think
0: it. about her buying a house with her ex-husband? Just love it.
4: Love it. I think it's just. But it's, it's brilliant. Yeah. Like of course, that makes perfect sense. If it's you know, you're both invested in your own children. Yeah. Um, you know, as she said, there's no one I trust more yeah. to do this with. It just it's like it's just sounds perfect. And yeah. I like I'm sure um there are a lot of kind of divorced people listening going, Oof, Oh Yeah, no oh. way. No way, And but fair I'm, enough. <clears throat> and fair enough too. Yeah. But I'm really glad that, that she's found, you know, a yeah. way to, to make all of that work.
0: Well, and to normalize it for her, I will say So my ex-lock, he is still my power of attorney, and I have gone and done that after separating. Like Mm -hmm. that wasn't – I haven't just left it there. Yeah, yeah. I've gone because I trust him. Yes. I trust him. Like he's family. Yeah. Like we want to kill each other sometimes, and there's frustrations, and there's all the things that anyone who's separated goes through. But if I was in hospital in a coma, I'd trust him that he'd make the right decision. And not everyone can have that. Mm -hmm. But the reason it's important we tell that story and and tell her story is because we don't hear enough of it. That's true. We hear everyone hates each other. We hear everyone goes off to start a new life. Yeah, and I don't want to ever see you again. Yeah. And if you're in that situation, I honour it. Totally. That's fine. But there's another story too. Absolutely. you know, I love that. All right. She's awesome. Our last call. Now, I've given you this one specifically because I think – you're going to provide this caller great comfort. Oh, all right? Okay. That's some okay. shadowing.
2: Hey, Nelly, this is Ruby, long-time listener, first-time caller. No, I'm only kidding. Um, I've listened to all your episodes so far and I'm absolutely loving the Dear Nelly podcast. Um, I have recently had a bust-up of my relationship and I went from having a fairly um, sort of typical trajectory, you know, um, couple – You know, starting to pay off a mortgage, all of those things. To now, I am looking at share housing, uh, kind of a big life that I built has all fallen apart. And it feels like everybody in my age group is in a couple and living in stable housing. And I feel like I'm back in my 20s and it's very confronting. And I wondered if you had anything to say about that and what to do to cope with those feelings of. Failure, I guess. Anyway, I really hope that you choose my question, and love you very much. And you're very funny. Bye.
0: Uh, oh, darling
4: girl. Oh, <clears throat> Ruth, was it? Ruby. 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 Sorry. Beautiful,
0: shining Ruby.
4: Ruby, I hear you. I yep. hear you. Oh my gosh. Um.
0: So you know why I've given you this question? Yes.
4: Yes. Yeah. Totally. Because it, you know, mimics very closely. Mm. Uh, what I went through and um look I will say because I've you know I still live in share housing mm. now um and I guess you know and I understand that you know you feel like you're a failure mm. but you're not
0: absolutely you're not not. Failure,
4: not in any sense of the word like mm. there are thousands millions of us living in share housing that's not a sign of failure that's an economic reality
0: well let's take a step back and go, one, you got out of a relationship that didn't serve you anymore. Yep. Success.
4: Win. Yep. Right. You're strong enough. And because, you know, you, you know, clearly very invested in that and paying off a mortgage yep. and all that kind of stuff. And yet, even with all of those pressures, you realize that this isn't for me. And it's.
0: You had the metaphorical balls. Yep. To put your well being ahead of what other people think.
4: So tick, not a failure.
0: Tick, massive tick. <clears throat> and then you have secured yourself housing. Yes. Yeah. So there is an economic reality. I mean, I could go into a bloody Marxist critique of capitalism. Let's oh, not do that. I join you on that one. You but would. No, we won't but do. there is an economic reality in yeah. Australia at the moment and many other countries where yeah. there is no way you could afford to buy a house mm-hmm. and many people couldn't afford to rent a house. Absolutely. So where many people are having to pivot, as I said, you're in shared housing. Yeah. You're 50. Yep. I don't see you as a failure.
4: No, I don't feel like a failure. I no. see
0: you as dealing with the reality of the housing market. Absolutely, <laughs> like.
4: and also it's you know like you you know Ruby you've you've come from this relationship and now you're kind of you're kind of out, and it's it's not a bad thing that you're living with other people.
0: Yes, It's not a bad
4: thing to be honest. Tell me more about that. Um, well, you know because it's it's very because if you you know if. I know that if uh, – I lived on my own for about a year after I mm. broke up and that was – and I needed to live with people, mm. I think, uh, mm. uh, after my breakup because that would have kept me a little bit more on an even keel. All right, this um, is
0: interesting. I want to pick up on this because mm. I reckon when you're on that spiral, mm-hmm. the more time you spend alone, the quicker and harder you fall.
4: Absolutely, because you can indulge. There's no Correct. one to distract you from indulging in those those sort of thoughts and yeah. and that trajectory. So, um,
0: If you're laying in bed with – a bottle of vodka, a bucket, of KFC, and a pack of fags. There's no one to go, are you all right, you? Scott? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> you know? exactly. Not that you want no. to judge no, the can't. asshole either. No, no, no. Because you might need to do that. Even just just having some... Yeah, are you all
4: right? Yeah. You know? Yep. And also, you know, if you when you come out of a relationship, it can be a, a you know, you feel a little bit kind of rudderless. Yes. That, you know, you can feel like... But but living with other people, it's, a, it's just a really simple, easy way to kind of maintain some kind of human connection. Yeah um and you know a sort of a, a social aspect
0: and even unconsciously your... you you pick up on their routines yeah like yeah. i find say i think a huge protective factor for me even though i was devastated mm. is that i couldn't um i couldn't wallow in that all day because my kids were up Yes, yep. So even if you live with someone, like pick the right person to live with, mm. but if they're getting up and going to work or they're getting up and they're doing their thing or whatever, even unconsciously you'll probably get up. Yes. Do you yep. know what I mean? Yep. Like you, there's a certain rhythm to <clears> a household. <throat> like don't pick the frat house.
4: No, no. Like no. pick
0: yeah. the right flatmate. Exactly. But I exactly. think it could be really helpful. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. hadn't thought of that no, actually. No, I
4: think it's, it's a really – Really positive thing. Oh, especially so if you had be... two
0: single mums together oh, or something. Yeah, I yep. want to, you know, go totally. out for coffee. Can you watch the kids? Absolutely. Could yeah. be lots of benefits. <clears throat>
4: yeah, there you could. because there are so many different types of share houses yes. out there. It's not all just uni students with you know mm. bookcases made out of planks and bricks. Mm. Um, there are you know there are many many types of share houses, and that's just mm. a reality. Um, and I?
0: your worth as a person is not measured. By what sort of house you can afford. Absolutely. Can we just state that unequivocally?
4: Absolutely. So, you know, no, don't don't even, we're near a failure, Ruby. She
0: sounds great. She sounds great.
4: She's made really good, positive decisions. She's made responsible decisions. And, you know, it seems like she's kind of, you know, on the way to living her best life.
0: I reckon. I reckon. I think it's really brave Mm -hmm. as opposed to a failure. It's really brave. And I would invite her. She said, like, how do you sort of shift that narrative? Because it is hard. There's yes. a very big cultural pressure mm. that, you know, at 45 or whatever age she is, you should own a house and you have two children and they go to school and they da-da-da-da. Yep. You know what? That's not my life. That's not your life. It's not lots of people's lives. Mm-hmm. I'm still successful. Mm-hmm. You're still successful, happy, all those things. Yep. I would invite her to consider, because everyone's got one in their circle. Hanging out with us. Hanging out with us. Yep. Yep. Uh, consider a couple that she knows who fit that narrative Mm -hmm. that are not happy.
4: Yes. Because we all know one. We all know one. Or many. Yeah.
0: And think about the fact that they stay for the story.
4: Yeah, yes, to to fulfill that that narrative.
0: They stay so people go, oh, they're normal.
4: Yes. They fucking
0: hate each other Yeah. or they're miserable or they're whatever and they stay for that. And you, Ruby, had the guts not to do that.
4: Yeah, totally. Totally. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Can
0: I get an amen up in here? Yeah.
4: you're (laughs) The great RuPaul. There we go. You're doing great, Ruby. We love you.
0: We do. All right. We're going to finish. So in our repeat um, sloppy seconds, we're not going to do the no shade on my ex and all that because we've already done it. But I thought I'll take it as an opportunity to fit more of the listener stuff in. I am. So even though we've done three listener calls, I'm going to include a listener letter. Okay. And I want to see what you think about it. Yep. And we're going to end on this one. Are you ready, Scott Brennan? I am ready, Nellie Thomas. Dear Nellie, I wish I had the courage to send this as a speak pipe. I'm stuck in a hard place. I'm 46 years old. I got divorced about eight years ago. It was both the hardest and best decision after a 14-year relationship. I have two children. I bought a house with the proceeds from my divorce and loved living the single mum life in my own space. Six months after I started my new independent life, I met an amazing man and felt true love for the first time. Three years ago, he and his daughter moved in with me. It seemed like the logical thing to do at the time and things were great at the beginning. But now I feel I'm suffocating in my own home. I want my space back and no longer want to share things and make compromises." I hate myself for wanting him to move out because it could be the end of us and the kids won't understand. I also feel very guilty that he'll have to start again and find a place to rent. He doesn't pay board or living expenses with me and only contributes to electricity and gas, so his weekly expenses would go up massively. I own my own home, so financially I'll be okay. I'm very independent, but I'm an introvert and need a lot of me time. I have much resentment and it's been building up and causing me great anxiety." He's a kind and caring person, but I need to live my truth. I feel like a selfish, selfish bitch that lured him in only to kick him out. I know this is not a lot of information to go on. I just don't want to live the blended family life living under one roof anymore. Thank you for listening, Anonymous.
4: Oh, Anonymous. <clears throat> wow. Um, look, that's fair enough. Like 100% I just,
0: it's fair enough. That's fair enough. Yeah. Like, honestly. tell me why. Tell me more. Tell um, her why.
4: Well, uh, well, she's she's been in a long term relationship like this. It's you know she's she's anonymous. She's got to discover who she is. Mm. And it seems like you know she only had kind of six months. And if she mm. is an introvert, it takes a while kind of for introverts, mm. you know. And also introverts love just being, you know, in in mm. their own company. Um, that's not very long after fourteen years. Mm. It's like six months later. Mm. It's not very long to kind of you know really settle into that into yourself.
0: I'm going to say, and without judgment and with love. But Mm. for other listeners, I think that was the mistake.
4: Yes. Six months
0: after 14 years, too quick. Too quick. Yeah. yeah. Right. Dating maybe. Yeah. You know, casual sex maybe.
4: She said she found love. You know, we can't. You know, she found love for the first time. But I would, I would say, you know, that's it's that is absolutely fair enough. Um, you know, and also after. After a 14-year relationship, we were actually sort of talking about this. Mm. Over lunch with we we Nelly, you know, we're at the age now where we kind of know what we want and we know what we're willing to compromise mm. on and what we're not. Mm. Um, and we know where those lines are drawn. Yep. And clearly, Anonymous, you know where those lines mm. are drawn. Um, and, you know, you've, you've reached you've reached one of those lines.
0: Yeah.
4: Um, and that's not <clears> – <throat> you're not a bad person for that. No. Not at all. Because, no. um, you know, you need what you need and you yep. can't just – push that down for the sake of another person because that's or for your kids. Or for your kids. Because that's yeah. that way madness lies. That's when things mm. explode. And clearly, you know, you've said um, that you know you this you're starting to get this resentment and it, that's only going to build. Mm. I would say that that letter is quite beautifully expressed. It's a really mm. well written letter. Mm. Show that letter to him.
0: Or a variation of it. Or a
4: variation of it Because yeah. you do say, you know, I feel guilty, mm. I love him, mm. but I really need... Like, that expresses
0: mm.
4: how you feel.
0: That's a good idea. Or you can um, read it out.
4: <clears throat> yeah, that expresses mm. really well. I've got, got a clear idea mm. of what she's going through mm. and how much how much she cares for this man mm. and also how guilty she feels, but mm. also how strong her desire is to to, to really be true to herself. So oh. I think that you know, that letter or a variation on it is She's is not
0: a, being cavalier about it. No, no. Do you know no, what I mean? Like she's not kind of going, Oh, you're starting to annoy me. Go. Yeah. You know, no. like it's a much <clears throat> deeper thing than that.
4: Absolutely. And it's a deep it's it's to do with her kind of whole personality and her whole yeah. you know, it's kind of her soul kind of thing that yeah. this is this is really what I need. And that's that's
0: And you can tell that actually and, comes through.
4: Yeah. Absolutely. Can
0: I say, like, for me, first and foremost, unequivocally to anybody listening, you are allowed to leave at any time for any reason. Absolutely. Yep. You know, and I know that that's a really simple statement and it's much more complex in reality, but that's the truth. Yes. All of us go into relationships and we risk our hearts.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: So you didn't lure... No, him no. like that language really worries me so you tricked him
4: yeah no. he's a grown
0: adult he's
4: a grown adult He made a you, decision yes you go into every relationship and in the back of your head no matter how mm. rosy and peachy it is you know that at some point it might end
0: absolutely and it might not you know you could be crushed it. by the other per- there's like no risk no reward
1: yep exactly. there is a risk <clears throat> mm-hmm. there's a
0: risk that you will be hurt that they will be hurt that both of you will be hurt yes so you haven't tricked him under false pretenses no. No. things changed
4: and you've expressed how much you care for him. Like you yeah. clearly, you obviously, yes, obviously care a lot about him. Yeah. And so there's, you know, you delay... Like, there's no reason to feel guilty because you know you are expressing that that care mm. and that concern for him. But at the same time, you're not responsible for his financial. F- no,
0: that's right. Well being, no.
4: Um, and you know, uh, if if this is something you need, it's, if you don't address it, it's just gonna get worse.
0: I think so, and I think like let's face. Let's face the harsh truth. He's going to be hurt.
4: Mm, Um,
0: The kids are going to be hurt. Yep. That doesn't mean that he won't recover and that they won't recover. Yes. And it also doesn't mean that your feelings mean nothing. Absolutely. Yes. You know, like so many women do this where they kind of, they stay (laughs) or they persist in friendships, relationships, family relationships where they go, oh, well, if I don't, then so-and-so will be upset. Well, yeah. are you upset?
4: Yeah, you're willing to forego your own yeah. kind of, you know, emotional well being. You are allowed to leave. Yeah,
0: leave yeah. as kindly and and gracefully as you can. Yes, his reaction you can't control. That's true. He That's might true. be upset. He might rage. He might. Who knows? He. We but, don't know. You
4: know. I don't. I don't know what he's like. But if I read that, yeah, that letter, uh like you, you would it, it's it's beautifully expressed. And it it's, it's, is, and and so I would be like, okay, that's like that's it's a pretty messy situation. Yeah, but I, I I get
0: it. You also might read that letter though and be really, really pissed off, and then six months later go, that was beautifully expressed. Yeah, Do you know yeah, I mean? exactly. Like yes. in the moment in which you're hurt, <clears throat> in the moment at moment, and you're yes. going, I have to find a new house, and I have to. And that's very stressful. You know, yeah, like yeah. I wouldn't be expecting him to be reasonable.
4: No. But that is uh, straight that, from yeah, the start. No, but that is not an
0: unreasonable. I don't think it is at all from anonymous. Again, you're allowed to go. Yep. You know, you're allowed to leave because you fell out of love. You're allowed to yeah. leave because you don't want to live like that. It sounds like there might be, and I'm not sure if I'm reading too much into it. There might be an opportunity to say to him, "Can we live apart?" Yes. And try that. Like yes. if the claustrophobia yeah. is about. maybe she still loves him, Yes, but I want my own house. Yep. And then he can take that or leave it. Yeah, yeah. You know, if he says, no, no, it has to be conventional and it has to be this, then, okay, I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. Then we need to break up. Yeah. But I can't stress enough, and I know I've said it multiple times, you're allowed to go.
4: You're allowed to go, yes. All right,
0: it's enough that you don't want to be there.
4: I think it's important to maybe just point out that um, him – like Anonymous having her own space mm. and them breaking up are two very different things.
0: Correct. Exactly they're not, right. They're not the same thing. They're not thing. the same thing. So
4: they're, you know, they're two, they're and I think that needs to be kind of acknowledged, that all you need is your own space back, and that's absolutely fair yes. enough. Um, you and know, her needs <coughs> mean something. Yes.
0: Right? You're allowed to need things.
4: Absolutely.
0: So many and women absolutely. of our generation have been trained out of needing anything, oh, especially mothers.
4: Also, you know, she's gone through like this 14 year relationship, yeah. gone through a divorce, yeah. finally just kind of settled. And then, you know, don't make, you know, and then feeling claustrophobic. It's like yeah. you don't have to feel claustrophobic. Yeah. You shouldn't have to be made to feel that way.
0: And do me one favor, mm. right? If you do break up and you start dating again, go for it, do whatever you want. Don't move in, in with anyone for a couple of years. Yes. All right. You can love someone. You yes. can even see him every day. You can yep. do whatever, but do not move in with someone for a couple. Give yourself yes. the space that yep. you know you actually need. But
4: obviously, you know, he like he would know her. He'd know she's mm. an introvert, that she does need her own space. And so mm. uh, I, I I suspect that uh, it won't come as a complete shock.
0: Do you know what? I'm going to push back slightly on that because I reckon so many women of our generation have been taught to hide needs.
4: Yep. Yeah. And
0: she, I don't <clears> know. That so
4: many men have been taught to ignore them. To ignore them. Yeah,
0: you know, and that is why gender roles are shit.
4: Making a lot of assumptions here. You
0: might be right. I hope you're right. I hope, and that he does know that. But it wouldn't surprise me at all if she's completely hidden her own needs. Yeah. Both in her first relationship and now she's replicated it in this one. She knows not to do it again. Yep. But you tell yourself every day. You look in that mirror and you go, "I'm allowed to need shit." Yes. I am allowed to need space.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And oh. you know. Oh, oh. that was a beautifully expressed beautifully letter anonymous expressed. So I think if you, you know, you, you know, if you use that level of honesty with him, yeah, uh, then give it a try. Whatever happens is that's on him.
0: Yeah. Yes. That's right. We and can't not on control you. anyone else's yeah. reactions. Yes. That's right. You can break up with people in the most beautiful way. I mean, again, going back to my online dating experience. Mm-hmm. Fuck knows I tried. <coughs> Sometimes it just doesn't work. Yep. Cuz that's not the answer they want. So they're going to spiral regardless of how you phrase it. Yes. You know, because they don't want that answer. Yeah. That's very human.
4: All you can do is be honest.
0: Yeah. Scott Brennan, you're beautiful.
4: Oh, you are beautiful, Nellie Thomas. You
0: are beautiful in every single way. This is why we haven't started a band. Words (laughs) can't bring me down. You know what? Words can bring me down. Yeah. We'll leave it on that. (laughs) Thank you for being my first sloppy second. Oh, what a pleasure. I'm going to go have a shower now. All right, see you next time.
1: Dear Nelly, I could use some advice. Dear Nelly, yeah, some help would be nice. Dear Nelly, I'm eager to hear your point of view. Dear Nelly, there's a lot to explore. Dear Nelly, when you're 40 or more.
0: Hey, thanks so much for listening to Dear Nelly. Now, don't be shy. I would love to hear your questions and comments. To send me a recording or an email, go to Nellythomas.com and follow the links. It's super easy and you might hear me talk about your question in a future episode. Huge thanks to producer Sam Peterson from the Producer Boy Creative Production team and to producer Faye Younger, who in addition to being an excellent human, is also a brilliant real estate buyer's advocate and can be found at youngerhill.com. Thanks to ACAST and all the team. And lastly, to you. Without the listeners, I'm just a middle-aged mole talking shit to no one. Please rate, review and consider subscribing for five bucks a month for a bonus episode and to help me keep the lights on. And tell your bloody mates, would you? I'd really appreciate it. Love y'es.